All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and I'm joined today with my guest, Brian, that boy, Brian. Brian, how are you doing I'm today? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate you having me here. I'm excited to record this podcast. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for coming out. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. For sure, for sure. So, Brian, Brian is a content creator, sports enthusiast, gamer, entertainer, and I think above all, just a a person that likes to spread positivity out in the world. For sure, man. Other than that, yeah, for sure. Other than that, Brian, I mean, is there anything else that you want to touch on about kind of what you're up to or, or what you kind of do yeah. with your platform? Yeah, no, you kind of hit the nail on the head right there. Everything that you said, um, thank you for the kind words. And uh, yeah, that's that's yeah. really what I'm about. Like you said, you know, sports, um, gaming, entertainment, and just most importantly, just, you know, positivity, trying to, you know, make the world a better place, especially in, excuse me, especially in, you know, times like this, um, we gotta, as a collective community, we have to all try to, you know, spread that positivity throughout the world to help each other out. I love that, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about positivity too. You and I, we've talked, you know, personally about positivity and everything and it makes a big difference, man. It's, it's really something that, like you said, the world needs, especially during a time. Yeah, like it now. definitely does make a difference. You, you can even see it, like if if you're like with friends or family, if you just bring that positive energy into your life, and then you bring it into others' lives, you see like the change in people. How they just change from you know if someone's down or if they're not having a good day, and you bring that positive energy, like it just changes the whole mood. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I don't think we always realize how much power. Uh-huh we yeah. have with positivity i mean even just like i think about going out for dinner or going to the, the grocery store or something like the people that you interact with that yeah. work there like just a smile a, hey how's it going asking them about their day that could completely 100%. change their lives for sure so you know brian positivity is something that's really important to you you know like what got you into it or like have you always just been this positive guy or like was there a moment that was like yeah hey, like, I want to spread this positive. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, let me think. So I, I think that as I, you know, as time went by in like, and I've just got exposed to more and more different, you know, things about the world. And, you know, as I grew older, you know, like I, I started to realize that, especially with social media, like, you know, Twitter and Instagram, all that stuff. Um, I started to realize that a lot mm-hmm. of, um, people who have power, like for example, you know, content creators or celebrities, they don't use their, their not, not they know, that's too general. Some, you know, of these people don't use their platforms in the ways that I think are important. They, they have such power and so many people listen to them yet. They aren't, you know, in my opinion, spreading that positivity that they should. So like, to me, I was like, all right, well, you know, being someone who you know, does, or, or, you know, try to do some content creation, you know, with YouTube, like you said, and, um, you know, just in general, I feel like whoever watches my videos or who, or even in, in real life, whoever I, you know, interact with, I want to try to use any power that I might have to try to, you know, make other people's lives better. Cause at the end of the day, I mean, look, you know, content creation, you know, whether it's in the entertainment business, anything like that, like, it's all just to, you know, provide some sort of either entertainment, inspiration, or like motivation in someone's life. It's, it's all about, you know, adding to the consumer's life. So like for me, I just, you know, I just thought, you know, if I'm going to do YouTube, you know, I, or if I'm going to, you know, make videos or whatever, I want to just try to be as positive as possible. Because then if I ever were to get, you know, people watching, or if people do watch, I want to make sure that they enjoy the experience. And also, you know, they can kind of, you know, brighten their day a little bit. Yeah, though, that's, that's incredible. And I agree, you know, like so many people that have these platforms, you know, we don't want to generalize here, like you said, but there's a decent amount of people that don't really use that platform right. for good, or maybe, you know, they're spewing negativity or just toxic yeah. things. And these are kind of, you know, our, our quote unquote yeah. influencers. So, you know, other people are seeing it, you know, young kids maybe even are, are learning like this is, you know, the way to be but really it's all about that kind of like love positivity good energy and i I love that that's kind of a staple in in what you do with your content and honestly just you as a person i I definitely try to like i said definitely try to incorporate um as much positivity into my life as possible and you know i've had people ask me just like you you did there i've had people ask me you know why are you so positive and it's just like Mm -hmm. 
you know, to me, if I'm going to like, if I'm going to, if, if there's going to be so much negativity in the world that I can't control, like whether that be, you know, I don't know, like, you know, world problems, social problems, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But if there's going to be tons of negativity that I can't control, I'm going to make sure that I'm positive and bringing, you know, good vibes to the things that I can control, if that makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I love that you said that, you know, there's only so much yeah. that we can control in our lives and in the world. So, you know, it's kind of just like almost let go of what we can to just yep. focus on what we can. Awesome. So, you know, Brian, I, I'm with you on the whole positivity and that's how I like to live my life. And just something that I think about and people have, have asked me, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably gotten it is like, what if you're having yeah. like a bad day? Like, you know, do you, do you kind of like allow yourself to have those days or like, do you still just kind of say like, you know, I might be having a tough day, but I want to be positive still for, for everyone else. Yeah. Do you have like yeah a you know, that's that? a really, really interesting question. I, I've, I really haven't gotten that, but that's, I, I like the question a lot. Um, you know, I think that just as a human, I think we all have those days, you know, no matter how positive mm-hmm. you are outwardly to people, we all have our, you know, insecurities or our, you know, days where we're like, oh man, like I don't feel like doing anything or, you know, you wake up and you get hit with like some, you go online or something, you see like some negative thing, you're like, oh, that ruined my day, you know? So I think that we all have those days. And like, for me, you know, I definitely do allow myself to, to, um, I kind of, I kind of allow myself to try and find ways to cope with that. Like, you know, I'll have days where I'll have days where, especially with what we're going on right now in the world with, you know, the whole coronavirus, all that stuff. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. there's definitely, there's definitely been times, especially over the past like year where I've just been like, you know, like, man, like when is this stuff going to end? You know, when are we going to be able to go back to normal? I I mean, we've all had those thoughts, right? So, um, but when I find myself doing that, you know, it's, I try to let, find things that escape me from that. So like in my case, um, I, it'll be either like, you know, like a movie or maybe a sport, you know, watching sports or playing video games, whatever it might be that just to try and get my mind off it. But I definitely don't run away from bad days or like, you know, stuff like that, because I feel like if you just eliminate yeah. it completely, then it's kind of painting a false picture of reality in your mind because not every day is going to be good. Like we all know that, you know, you're going to have those days. So yeah, I just try to find ways to cope with it and just to kind of escape it. Um, when I do encounter those days. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And and like you said, you know, this past year, it's yeah. been a crazy year, you know, with the way the world is and just, you know, other stuff yeah. coming up here and there. So I think like having those escapes, but like you're saying, like, you know, you're using those escapes to kind of cope, but you're not just like right. avoiding completely what's going aware. on like you're still kind of yeah. acknowledging it aware of it but like just like hey like you know let's just zone out and watch yeah, a good movie exactly. let's check out you know a sports team something yep. like that so yeah i appreciate that that's that's a good way to look yeah, at man, it for sure awesome so you know for people that are listening and you know maybe they might be someone <clears throat> that has a little trouble being positive or seeing like yeah. the positive side of things do you have any advice for like, you know, just like from a mindset perspective, like how to think more positive or how to have more positive interactions when it comes yeah, to being um, with others? Another good question. To me, if you're struggling with, if, if anyone listening to this or anybody who, you know, if you're if you're struggling with finding ways to be positive or ways to, you know, spread positivity, not even spread, just be positive yourself. Um, to me, the one thing that I always remind myself is that, there are always people who have it worse than me, right? Like, so mm-hmm. even just, just simply saying, just having food to eat every day or even just waking up, like not everyone has that. Not everyone's lucky enough and blessed enough to have that in their life. Like you never know. There's always somebody who has something worse than you. So it's like, if I'm going to sit here and complain, oh man, I want, you know, I want to go out to eat tonight, but my parents said no, or I want to, you know, whatever. Like if I'm going to complain about something small like that, like there's, I just, I really just think about it. Like, let's be honest here. Like I have food, you know, I have shelter. Like, you know, there's people who are, there's people who have it a lot worse than me. So there's reason to be grateful and thankful rather than be negative and dwell on what I don't have. So I, I would just say, if you're struggling with, you know, finding a positive mindset, just try and be really 
look at the things like kind of like look in the mirror almost and try and like look at the things that you that you do have and realize how much more you have than so many people and be grateful for that like don't feel guilty obviously if you have the means to help those who are less fortunate than you then definitely help them but don't feel guilty about what you do have just be thankful for it so that you aren't like you know negative or you're not petty about different things that you don't have if that makes that make sense i don't know i think yeah yeah that totally makes sense you know i think you hit it you yeah. know it's all about perspective it's having that perspective that you know a lot of things that we you know me and you probably but also just everyone yeah. in the world take for granted like you know i i ate food today i you know we just kind of went through a winter so you know like i had exactly. warm clothes for when i had yeah. to go outside or you know shelter and stuff like that i think it's just that perspective and you know i i like you using the words like grateful and mm-hmm. thankful and things like that um Anyways, Brian, so you're talking about, you know, being grateful, being thankful, and just kind of having that perspective. Have you ever personally done any like gratitude journaling or writing down things you're grateful for? Um, Yeah, so I typically use my phone a lot, as I'm sure everybody listening to this or everybody in the world does. (laughs) Um, So I use my notes a lot. I'll write down anything in my notes, you know, like my order from, you know, Chick-fil-A, like anything, right? So I'll I'll use, I'll use my notes for a lot of different things. Um, so what I'll, what I do is, or what I have done, um, currently is I'll, I'll write on my notes, like reasons to be thankful or like, um, you know, different, different, like things like that. And I'll write like a list and then I'll pin that note. And when you pin a note on the iPhone, at least what it does is it brings it to the top. So now whenever I enter into, whenever I enter into the notes app, that, is right on top and it's right in front of me. So that's kind of the way I've been able to like, whenever I'm like, you know, trying to like take back, like look back and like have that, have that perspective of, you know, being, being grateful. That's one of the ways that I kind of make sure it's, you know, present in my life. Um, I, I, I don't necessarily write, like actually write like on paper too yeah. much. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I probably should. Um, but <laughs> I, yeah, that's kind of, I pretty much use my notes a lot for things like that. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's something that like, I never really did too much in my life. And then like, as I kind of got older and grew up and had this more perspective on just being grateful for things, like whether it is like, you know, I use my phone to a lot, the notes app on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. So like you doing the same thing as you just putting things I'm thankful for, or, you know, sometimes writing it down on paper, like, you know, I'm grateful for, you know, the food that I had today, whatever the case may be. I feel like it's just like, when you write it, when you type it, whatever, and you can like visually see it yeah you're kind of like you're, you're always being reminded definitely of, like, you are grateful for things and you know i'm sure there's things in your life and my life that like haven't gone our way or you know we wish we could have changed but oh, yeah. at the end of the day you know we still have a lot to be grateful for and it's just keeping that perspective yeah you said it perfectly yeah 100 percent. appreciate it so you know we've talked kind of about content creators or influencers whatever you want to call them celebrities using their platforms that you specifically are like inspired by or that you know you you kind of look up to or or has helped you with your content creation or or positivity yeah um as far as content creators specifically um a couple guys that i've watched for a long time um i've watched i don't know if you know like the two hype guys um Mm -hmm. yeah i've watched them all for a long time um so they're definitely inspiration um Let's see other YouTubers. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure YouTuber. I kind of like those. Like the two I before they became an actual group and they were all their individual people. Um, I had, I were watching them. So like those are kind of like all those guys. And then as far as like other celebrities or athletes, um, definitely uh Steph Curry. He's my favorite basketball player. Um, he's yeah. I I just I was super inspired by his whole story because you know he was really undersized going into college and then he had the crazy run at Davidson and then, you know, and then now he's one of the best shooters of all time. So um, definitely Steph is inspiring. And um, yeah, there's also like, you know, some like musical artists, like other things like that. But as far as like actually like like inspiring to me, definitely like the two hype guys for YouTube. And then as an athlete, I would probably say Steph Curry would be like my, my main inspiration. Awesome. I love it. And I, I'm a huge Steph Curry fan too. So yeah. I'm complete with you. For sure. I have to ask since it came up, Steph Curry, best shooter of all time or, or one of the best? I mean, what, like, what's your thoughts? come on. Like, 
Steph, he's the best of all time. Like, it's yeah. just if you look at the numbers and you look at, I know he hasn't passed Ray Allen yet in like all time threes, but he's going to. And mm-hmm. it's just like, if you look at the efficiency at which he shoots and the, the he just it's so effortless for him, right? Yeah. It's it's just so, it's like art the way he shoots the basketball. And yeah, there's no doubt he's the best shooter of all time. I'm totally on board, and you know, I I just think about like. You know, for me growing up watching Kobe, mm. um, just the way that he kind of played and changed the game, like Steph cha- has changed the game. I mean, you, you know, I have the exact same arguments with my friends and with people around me all the time. And I say exactly what you just said, how Steph changed the game forever. Like ever since Steph mm-hmm. came into the league, kids are taught from a young age and in high school and, and even college, like the game is, is, is built around a three point shot ever since Steph yeah. came into the league. And he changed, like you got, like you said, there's only a couple guys you could say really changed the game. And Steph's definitely one of those people. hundred percent agree. And like, it, it's just interesting because, you know, like probably, you know, you've throughout your life, you've seen kind of like the whole, you know, dominant big man like mm-hmm. Shaquille O'Neal, Ben Wallace. As, as a Pistons fan, I have to throw in Big Ben. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, we're, we get the more stretch, stretch fours, yeah. stretch fives. And, you know, almost if your center isn't shooting threes, you're kind of it's in like the minority. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, gosh, as a Pistons fan, you know, the, the years of like Andre Drummond and stuff. Yeah love Dre but it just it wasn't working it wasn't what the NBA needed and right like you said just like the the evolution of the three-point and just I mean even just like if you go to a park right now or watch like young kids playing like you'll see them trying to hit those like deep threes. Oh, that's all or... anyone wants to do like no one wants to dunk anymore it's all about shooting exactly. from like the logo <laughs> exactly and I mean like you think about like the the young guys coming to the league you got like Trey Young yeah. who I mean, Steph Curry 2.0, yeah, right. essentially with his range and shots selection yeah. and stuff. So, exactly. Yeah. But, anyways, yeah, I mean, definitely a, a really good ins- inspira- inspiration and person to kind of look up to. And I think, mm-hmm. I think Steph's someone that he acknowledges that he, he is on this huge stage and he uses his platform oh, yeah, definitely. in a positive way. Definitely. I think a lot of the guys around the NBA, uh, specifically yeah. use their platforms very well for a lot of different things. And I think that, yeah, no, definitely. That's, that's a, that's a good point. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Awesome. Yeah. And I mean, you know, obviously I, I don't, I don't want us to necessarily have to get too deep into it or anything. And, mm. you know, I don't want you to go too deep into it, but kind of touching on what you just said, you know, there's been a lot of stuff just in the last few years, I'd say where maybe people are saying like athletes are athletes that just play sports. Like, right don't you know get involved with stuff going on i mean i would argue kind of like they have that platform like yeah no if they can use it no use it yeah i 100 percent agree i think that anybody who says you know like shut up and dribble or whatever you want to say i think that's completely Mm -hmm. bogus like it's these it's look you don't tell content creators or artists right you don't tell them oh shut up and make music or oh shut up and make videos like not like when you have a platform like that it's your it's almost your job to use it to mm-hmm. spread to, to either you know spread positivity when it's needed or to shine light on things that need to be ch- that, that need to be changed or that need change so yeah no i i agree with you i think that people who just think that at this this day and age especially that you know these athletes and these other people are just like solely athletes and that's it like nah they're mistaken you know it's a lot deeper than that and i applaud these athletes and these other you know celebrities for um you know making sure that they incorporate that aspect the social aspect of of life into their games to you know make sure they're spread it they're, they're you know showing and um promoting what needs to be promoted and trying to yeah. change the world for the better totally agree and i mean i think like you know one athlete that really stands out to me is um Kevin Love just you know mm. a few years back putting out his article about like kind of his his struggles with mental health yeah. and just anxiety and you know that's something that isn't really talked about in sports and I mean since then I know like DeMar DeRozan <clears throat> has talked about it and um, Lonnie Walker yeah. on the Spurs has talked about some stuff but I, I, it's just good to kind of get those conversations out there and you know I think the biggest thing as a sports fan for me or the biggest issue that I have with sometimes other sports fans is like not realizing that like these athletes they're people oh, still. Yeah. like you know 
Oh yeah, no, and you said it right, especially you know, because here's the thing, right? When an athlete or when a celebrity or someone who's famous says something, like we've said earlier, so many people listen. Even they could say mm-hmm. the stupidest thing in the world, but people <laughs> will still listen because of who they are. So when they when they make sure that they explain and show their own human struggles like all of us have it definitely makes at least for me it definitely makes me feel like you know oh like this person isn't that much different than me and when in reality yes they're incredibly good at what they do but we're all human right like you said so um it yeah no it when when these athletes and when these different people um you know kind of show themselves as human as well not as you know higher ups um that it definitely i think it definitely brings a sense of um, security to everyday people. And I think it also helps people yeah. to cope with their own struggles. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, you know, you, you maybe see yourself in that athlete yeah. or that celebrity, or like, you think like, yeah, they are a human, like they have bad days too. Exactly. Or like, you know, like, I mean, you think of like the, I can't think of the quote off the top of my head, but with Michael Jordan, like how many shots did he miss, you yeah. know, like in his life? And right. It's like, not all these people that are incredible at things, content creation, music, athlete, athletics, it's not like they're always winning or they're yeah, no. always, you know, making the big shot and like they fail and they fail over and over yep. again. And I think like, I don't know, me personally, like I've always been someone's like, I can't fail. I can't mm-hmm. mess up, but that's part of life. Oh, it definitely is. And it's, yeah, failure is like, that's, that's really it's everything. Like if you don't fail, you never grow. I feel like, cause you never learn yeah. if you went, if, if, if you succeed at everything you do, you're never going to feel challenged and then you're never going to grow at all in my opinion. So yeah, no, what you just said is, is absolutely true. Totally. And I think it's like, you know, I feel like you, you maybe see that with athletes in the sense of like, they're just naturally like God given talent. Mm but they don't really put in the work. And then like, eventually like maybe it doesn't happen till college or maybe, you know, professional sports. Like they're like, Oh God, like everyone else is better yeah. than me now because like they put in the time where I've just been like coasting by just, uh, you know? Yeah, no, it's sorry to interrupt you. You could, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So no, I was going to say, yeah, no, it's one of the things that I actually like really like it, it pains me to see how like there are people like whether you see it in like, you know, college or you see it in whether if you're watching like high school, whatever, like people mm-hmm. who just have such, like you said, God given ability and talent, but they don't reach their full potential because they're lazy or they don't, you know, work as hard as they could because they feel like they could just get by and still be really good at whatever they do. Yeah, that, that definitely yeah. hurts to see. It does. I mean, especially just like the people like maybe they have a good story or like you're just pulling for them yeah. and it's just like, oh, come on, man. Just yeah. <laughs> put in a little sure. extra time. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, and the biggest example I can think of that I, I just wish it panned out better. Um, Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I like, I loved watching him at AM and, you know, I know he, he's gone through some stuff and even like now he's kind of, he's actually on podcasts of his own talking about, you know, kind of what happened mm-hmm. in his, his mindset back then. But, you know, just someone like that, you know, just, I would have loved to see him be like Lamar Jackson right. before yeah. Lamar Jackson hit the NFL. Yeah. Nah. Um, yeah, in his case, yeah, it, it's. I think it's actually a good learning point, a good learning experience for a lot of people. Um, not just him, but other you know people who might have, you know, not had as successful of a career or whatever you want to say. Uh, because you know, yeah, he had seemingly everything going. You know, I think he won Heisman, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Like yep. he was, he was a star, number one overall pick, and then uh, you know. I don't know, like, you know, something's off the field and whatever it just kind of got to his head yeah. and it could, you know, you have to really be focused in on what you want to do, especially once you get to the main stage like that in the NFL, you got to really be focused in. Otherwise, if you let other distractions get into your life, then it could really kind of derail your career. For sure. And I mean, the crazy thing, like when I think about it is like these, these kids, you know, that are going from college to, you know, first overall yeah. picks or top, you know, five picks, like, they're still kids, oh, man, and course. there's so much pressure I, and like distraction and. Oh, yeah, man. I saw it's I saw tough. this quote yesterday. Yeah, it's definitely tough. I saw this. I saw something yesterday. I was watching the Warriors game, and um, and after the game, they were asking Steph about James Wiseman, who's if you don't if you guys listening don't know, he's 19 years old. He, he's a rookie. He's 19 years yeah. old. Like they asked Steph, like you know, seeing what Wiseman does at his age, like how does it, 
like how was do you see any similarities or differences in your guys's game from when from like when Steph was 19 and Steph was like when I was 19 I was going to parties at Davidson like this guy's in the NBA you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it's just crazy how yeah. young these athletes are these days and how talented they are and like you said if being that young you're vulnerable to a lot of different things definitely and I don't know like I don't know if you you see it or feel it too but for whatever reason I feel like as I've watched sports and got older it's like the next generation of athletes that come in it's like they hit you know fame or success sooner and like the skill level like is just insane like I mean like I remember like LeBron obviously huge deal when he came out of high school and everything but now it's like there's like a LeBron there's like a Zion there's you know whoever LaMelo Ball like yeah I was thinking about that the other day I was thinking like man you know like all the stars that you know a bunch of us grew up with, you know, whether you look at LeBron, you know, KD, you know, guys who have already retired, like, mm-hmm. you know, people like Kobe or whoever else you want to say, like, all these guys are going to be out of the league within the next five to 10 years, which is crazy to think about, like, and then, yeah. but like, then, you, but then on the other side, like you just said, like, these kids are so talented these days, like, we've never seen talent like this in, in the NBA that's like, in these young kids, right. so yeah, it's exciting in a way, uh, but it's also interesting, I'm excited, I'm actually interested to see how basketball as a whole kind of progresses because you know with all these kids being so good it'll be interesting to see what happens do you have any thoughts about what you think could happen in the nba you know as far as like the three-point shooting i know it's a big topic about how like you know there's too many threes in a game like per game um yeah i think the only thing they could do or the only logistical thing i, I would be okay with them doing to change that is to move the three-point line back i don't really want a four-point okay. line i don't really think that that's that kind of changes too much for me and I also, i've seen like people say yeah. like oh well you can make oh each team can only make or shoot 23s per year i don't like that either i i just think that like no. but then on the flip side of that if you move if you move the three-point line back then in 10 years the next kids everyone's going to be taught to shoot from back there and the next thing you know you're going to have kids shooting from half yeah. court consistently so it's tough um it's tough i i really don't know what's going to happen for sure. Yeah, it, it's tough to see. And you never know. Like, I mean, I don't really think anyone necessarily expected like Steph to come in and explode no. like three point yeah. shooting. So you just never know. For sure. So I, I have to get your opinion on this. And your opinion might be a little different than than mine or, you know, maybe like a Pelicans yeah. fan. But um, you as, as a Nets fan, yeah, as a Brooklyn Nets fan <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's your view on like super teams or like big big threes or like I know they kind of have more than three yeah. at this point but like good for the league bad for right, the league. well let me let me start let me start by saying um as a Nets fan lifelong Nets fan I'm never gonna apologize for having a good team okay <laughs> okay listen I, yeah. I've seen this team four years ago we had 23 wins and like five years ago, I think we had 21. <laughs> We've never won a championship. So to any of you NBA fans out there saying, oh, the guys don't deserve this. No, take a look at what Sean Marks has done in, in his five years of being general manager, turning a 20-win mm-hmm. team into what we have now, okay? So don't – okay, that's one thing. I have to say that. Um, but as far as, <laughs> as far as super teams and all that, um, look, obviously you want competitiveness around the entire league. You don't want it to be just one mm-hmm. team or whatever. But um, – you know, people are acting like the Nets are like, like the best team ever assembled. Which okay, on paper maybe they they, they might be like right now it's it's up there. I will say, but bro, the Marcus yeah. Aldridge and Blake Griffin, like these dudes are old to be honest. Like they're obviously good role yeah. players. Like they're some of the better, if not the best, role bench players in the NBA right now. But like, come on, it's not like you're adding them in their prime. Like Aldridge can't right. and and. Even that being said, the Nets' defense is their biggest problem. And these two guys are not good defenders. Aldridge specifically, they are not good defenders. Like, I think I saw this stat yesterday. With Aldridge on the court with the Spurs this year, they're like a minus 57 or something like that. So it's like, like, obviously, it's going to help when you put them around the the rest of the guys in the Nets. Um, But my biggest, one of my biggest problems with what people, what people were saying the the other day when the Nets got, Aldridge, people were like people. It seemed like people were more angry that the Nets got Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge than when we got James Harden. And it's like, what? 
that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I feel like, like if you look at what Harden's doing, Harden has been by far the biggest addition to our team. Like, so I don't know. Obviously, I'm excited being a Nets fan. I'm not gonna ever, um, I'm not gonna yeah. ever apologize for trying for a team trying to get better. Um, and I don't think that we're like, you know, I don't think it's a guarantee. Nothing's guaranteed, right? I, I think that we definitely have our right. flaws. Our paint defense is kind of atrocious. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. Obviously, a more balanced league is, um, I don't know. It's more competitive, I guess. But I don't know. I still think yeah. that there's. I, look, I think the Bucks could beat the Nets. I think the Sixers. I think the Heat could beat the Nets. Like, there's like, look, if you look at the Nets, like right now, I understand we're hurt, but um, look at the Nets. We almost lost to your Pistons the other night. Uh, you know, like we're, <laughs> yeah. we almost lost to the Timberwolves yesterday. So it's like, and no, it's not a, no disrespect to those teams, but teams with lesser records right now, we're not blowing them out. And I understand mm-hmm. we're hurt. We have some injured guys, especially KD, but like, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Totally. You know, and I, I, I'm with you, honestly, man. You know, you want the league to be competitive, but I don't think anyone can realistically fault any athlete for wanting to be yeah, on a winning yeah. team or any like GM to want to bring in all exactly. this talent. Like, if they can exactly. do it, why not? I mean, I'm all for it. And, and I think you hit a good point. You know, maybe for more casual sports listeners that might be hearing this, you know, Blake Griffin, LaMarcus Aldridge are huge names, but oh, they're yeah. out of their prime. And as as a Pistons fan, I will tell you, Blake uh, had some yeah. rough games um, in the D. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think you're just getting the big names. And they're, they're good role players. They're going to help off the bench. But, I mean, I, I don't – I would say it's, it's a big three with very quality yeah. role players. And I, I don't think that they're unbeatable by any means. I mean – my Pistons aren't looking that great, but they they get every the time good game every they time even beat them once. Yep. So you know you you never know, and I mean, of course you, you listed a lot of good teams, and I mean you know oh, yeah, out yeah. west, obviously the Lakers and you know Clippers are big names, and um, I, yeah, I mean I just I struggle with people getting upset about it because like you know you you want to you want to play on yeah. a winning team as a coach, as a GM, you want the big name players you want to assemble yeah. that squad. And although it does kind of, you know, maybe make it unfortunate for, I don't know, Pistons <laughs> or Timberwolves fans, you know, I think it's a process. And the thing is, I, I don't like the draft lottery. I will be the first to say that, Yeah, but I mean, any team really like with the talent that we talked about earlier, like any team can just hit it huge in the lottery and be, you know, oh, yeah, top tier team. Within yeah, a no, year, 100%. You know? Definitely. So, you know, Brian, I'm going to ask you to put on the, the GM oh hat for a minute. So, yep. GM Brian, you know, if you're starting a, a new franchise, who who do you want as, like, your, your corner star stone also? So like, where are you all star? around? Any all right. player in the NBA. Is, is this, like, like today? Like, with their current ages? Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a hard question. Um. It is just because like a lot of the guys that I would say are kind of like older. So like, by you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think if I were to start a team today, the one player that I would, that one all-star that I would pick would be Luca. I, I just think that Luca okay. is young. He's a star. He's his, his IQ is really good. Like he's got, he's really smart with the, with the basketball. He can play, make, he can shoot. And I just think that, he, and he's also he's also big. I think he's like six six. Like, so he, I could, I think he's six six. I don't know. Uh, I think he might yeah, be a no. Taller. So I, I like Luca. I think you compare Luca with a solid big man, like maybe like a like a you know I can get a big man. I think that Luca would be the guy I would pick. That's tough. That's a tough question. It is, and I mean I I don't think you could go wrong with Luca by any means. But there's so, so many. many good options out there. I mean. I don't know. I since since he's come into the league, I've been a huge fan oh, of John dude, Jaws a beast. I love that man. Just the energy he brings, and I mean, he's he's shooting threes. He's taking yeah, it. Yeah, he can dunk yeah. Some bigs, he, and he's he's got good handles too. So I could see. I don't know. I mean, I, I think when you're building a team, I, I want to say building. Yeah, around I a, agree. A guard, I agree. Especially this know, day and age, the best yeah. way to go. Yeah, for sure. Now, is there any? any players in the league that you would say are kind of like maybe flying under the radar might be 
you know, a big name in a couple of like, years. Like young guys? Anything that comes to mind. Yeah, or maybe even, like, I don't know, I think about, like, I guess he's young, but I think about, like, the Pistons, like, mm. Josh Jackson, you know, huge hype, didn't really do anything, and now he's kind of, you know, picking yes. it up, but he's still a young you guy. You know, but... that's a good question. I would say, you know, I guess he's, I mean, he was an all-star this year, but Zach Levine, like, mm-hmm. like Zach yeah. Levine, he's 26. This guy, I think, is one of the best players in the league. Like, he... Mm-hmm. is really, really talented. He can shoot. He can drive. He has incredible bounces, we know, from the dunk contests. Like, I just yeah. really like his game. And I think that, honestly, with the Bulls getting Vucevic now, like, I think that I think that the Bulls could be a really good team in the next couple of years, depending on how Kobe White and the rest of that those younger guys develop. But, yeah, I would say Zach Levine. And then if I had to pick another guy who's kind of, like, not proven himself yet, um... No, I would say, hmm, it's a tough question. Um, I'm trying to think of some guys. You know, Karis LeVert, right? I, I mean, like, I, I'm an obviously being yeah. a Nets fan. Like, I, I, I got to see him a lot, and I, I think that the league is starting to, and people around the league are starting to kind of appreciate how good he is. But I think that he's going to really come yeah. into his own in Indiana, and I think that he's he has the making to be a really, really good player in this league. If I mean, he already is, but like, like, a, like an all star player. Yeah, for sure. And when I when I asked you the question, yeah. I was thinking of Karis LeVert. Uh, you know, being being a from Michigan and Michigan fan, right. you know, I saw him play in college and you know followed him um, as a net and everything. And I feel like he was one of those players that in Brooklyn he was a yeah. great player. It's just he kind of still really flew did. under the radar. And I mean, I think you now you know you throw him in Indiana and he could be the best player on the team. He could be you know putting up thirty. Yeah, no, he had like twenty eight. I think. I think there's a lot of potential. Yeah. Yeah. And cause he, but he was hurt kind of off. Yeah. No, he, that that was the one thing with Levert. He was just hurt a lot. Didn't he get hurt at at Michigan as well? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think when he was drafted, he was actually kind of like, yeah, he was, I don't think he played much his rookie year. And then he was hurt again last year, uh, two years ago, I think it was. And then of course this year he had the, the injury, but yeah, no, um, yeah, no, I think Lavert's gonna do really well on the on the Pacers. I think that him and Zabonis, dude, honestly, the Pacers have a good team. Like Zabonis, they got they Brogdon, they've got Holiday. I think is on their team, one of the Holiday brothers. Um, and then Lavert, like they have a solid yeah. team, man. They do for sure, and you know, I'm I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see Lavert kind of get more of like that star yeah. starting role. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think those are great examples. I, I love Zach Levine's game. I mean, I think everyone knows mm-hmm. Zach Levine because yeah. of the dunk contests. But like, if you watch his highlights, like, then really the dude can. can ball. Like, he can shoot. He can do everything on the court, and he's more than just a dunker. So you know, for I'm sure. pulling for him for sure. Um, Lavert, like we talked about, and I think for me, like, kind of like the sleeper, like not really making much waves. And I know this might be an outlandish comparison, but um, yeah. Rui Hachimura on the Wizards. Yeah, I, I get like he he reminds me of like Giannis. Honestly, just that's like, not a bad comparison. Like in a couple of years, I could see him being right. really like he was. Uh, what is he a rookie this year? Second year, yeah, second, second year. year. He, yeah, you know, yeah, no, he. I was watching some because the Nets play the Wizards a couple times this year, and whenever I would watch them, like he always mm-hmm. surprised me because. I, you know he's he's really smooth. He has a his game is really smooth, and, yeah. and I, I agree with you. He definitely could be a star in a couple of years, for sure. So yeah. we'll we'll have to see on that. But going to like you know players that are going to be stars in the league, um, college basketball. How are you enjoying? You know, the, I'm just uh, glad we had a tournament because so last year without the tournament it was painful. You know I love March Madness. I think it's it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. My bracket has been busted for about a week, so that's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's always co- college basketball, especially the March Madness tournament, is always fun because college basketball is so different than the NBA. You know, there's so much more defense yeah. in, the, in college basketball. I feel like, and I kind of like that. I like seeing players really dig in on defense. You know, um, and and it's great for these kids because you know the kids are young and they have a chance to compete for you know a lot of you know like the championship, which is really cool to see. And it's, it, uh, you know, yep. the emotions that come from the tournament are always, you know, either really good if you win or it's 
see when they, when when, they, when these right. kids are you know very emotional. But that's part of the game. That's why you love basketball and any sport because of what it brings. So yeah, no, I'm absolutely loving it. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's it's always been something that every year you know I I can count yeah. on and turn it on and you know have games sure. on all over the place, yep. stream it on my phone, check the scores on ESPN, yeah. whatever. So it's it's fun to have it back. And like you, my brackets <laughs> you completely have busted. <laughs> Yeah. I, well, so I can say Gonzaga. So I mean, I'm still good. So I'm still good on that. But I mean, my my uh, final four was Ohio State, Illinois, uh, and Texas. Yeah, yeah. I had so I had I had Gonzaga, and then I had Illinois, Baylor, and Alabama. So already two of mine are out, and it's pretty much over. But yeah, yeah. So we we both obviously they just look the so good. I mean, are you still feeling that they're they're the team? Like, right? It's like so hard. when I was picking it before it started, I was like, man, undefeated. Like that's hard to do. Like I don't think like it's only like I think the last time it happened was like nineteen. I think it was seventy six. Um, but like they're just so good. And if you and even right now, I mean, we'll see tonight. They play USC. It's a, probably their first real opponent. Um, but man, yeah. they. They they're just steamrolling through the competition. To be honest, like they're they're they, Jalen Suggs, like they're really good, man. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's hard to think that an undefeated team or a team that good is going to win it all. But it's just something about the way they've been playing. It just it mm-hmm. doesn't look like they can be touched. But it'll be interesting to see. You know, USC, like you said, and um, I mean, in that matchup, Suggs and Mobley, two yeah. big name players that you know will most Definitely. likely be top picks. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, I have to ask, w- what's your take on, on my boys in maize and blue? Do you think Michigan? You know, I'm not going to lie. Final four? Um, I had them losing to Florida state because I thought, you know, at this okay. point, I thought the Isaiah live, not having Isaiah livers was going to really come back to hurt you guys, but obviously yeah. prove me wrong. And now you have UCLA, which is honestly, if I were a Michigan fan, I'd be scared. Um, just because, how yeah. good UCLA is playing and they're kind of Cinderella run they're on right now, but not, nah, I think you guys do take care of business tonight. I think that you go into the final four and then final four, I didn't think it happened. So. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I appreciate yeah. the, the love to the, yeah, one of my friends is a big Michigan fan. Room. So, you know, but, I got to show him some love. <laughs> much appreciated from all of us. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, the, the other thing that I just kind of wanted to touch on a little bit with you, man, is just, um, mm-hmm. you know, your content creation and, and your time on YouTube. So, like, what, what yeah, got man. you into um, that? This is, this is, you know, when you first asked me to do this podcast, I was actually so excited because I, in the past, I've had, like, my own, like, kind of podcast, kind of, I did, like, five episodes. It wasn't crazy. But yeah. I've always been on the other side of it, like, you know, asking the questions and stuff like that, which is fun. But I've always wanted to, like, answer the questions, like, kind of get that in, you know like be interviewed type thing i've always wanted that so i, I appreciate you um but yeah no yeah. um you know when i was young i watched a lot of youtube i started out you know watching nba 2k and minecraft those are the two games i really really loved and you know i still love them to this day but um not when i should watch some 2k guys um i just started to notice the opportunities these guys were getting like whether that be oh yeah the nba flew me out to this game or oh i was able to go meet up with this youtuber and we made a video or seeing some of the houses these guys were in and not 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 even the money aspect of it because that's not really what is important to me necessarily um or at least it's not the primary focus um but no just seeing the opportunities that these guys and these content creators were getting through youtube was just incredibly inspiring to me so yeah I, i wanted to start making videos so i started making um Madden videos. Um, I got the Elgato, you know, the capture card for those of you who don't know listening. Um, got that. Started recording my own videos. They weren't good, obviously. Um, they weren't that good. <laughs> I was really young. Um, but yeah, no. And then I just kind of, it's been kind of an up and down, it's been like an up and down process um, over the years. I, some years, like, you know, in 2019 to last year, I, really went crazy. I really started grinding, trying to really, you know, make it, I guess. So, and then I, I accumulated like 2000 subscribers within like seven months, which is like really good. Like yeah. anybody who does content creation, you know, it's hard. Um, So I, that was yeah. pretty good. But then my main game was 2k, the new 2k came out and I really hated it. 
so I just stopped uploading and it, it's <laughs> tough. And I've kind of been in that, like, you know, that, that, that kind of lull for the past couple months. And, but, but I'll be honest, this is the thing, like as, as much as I would love to, you know, be a content creator, like a famous, you know, million subscribers, all that stuff. Right. As much as that would be like a dream of mine, like how, mm-hmm. how great that'd be at this point in my life, I'm just valuing happiness over everything because like at the end of the day, there's always going to be other things. Like, there's, there's so many things that I enjoy that I enjoy doing. So even if I don't end up being a content creator or even if I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do it if I'm not enjoying it. Right. And right now I'm just not enjoying it. So I'm in exploring yeah. other interests, you know, like I said, I'm just trying to take it day by day and enjoy every day what I can. But that was kind of that's kind of like the very, very um, surface answer to my content creation journey. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that, man. It's good to hear, you know, you kind of say that it's all yeah. about, you know, being happy and, and bringing in that happiness and like just honestly hearing you admit like you know yeah. i wasn't that happy doing it for a minute like i, I wasn't enjoying the new 2k like i so stepped away you know i think that a lot of people in content creation think like I, you know that's just when i have to like you know really buckle down and just keep doing it but then it makes kind of right. what you're doing what you enjoyed in the first place it makes yeah. it like a chore like you know you just yeah, don't have know, as much fun doing I, it anymore. I saw this um this i was watching um What's it called? I was watching YouTube and I was watching some clips from the Joe Rogan podcast a couple weeks ago. And there was one with yeah. Robert Downey Jr. And Robert Downey Jr. is one of my favorite actors. You know, I'm a yep. huge Marvel guy. Um, so, yeah, I was watching it and he was and Robert said this thing. He was he said in today's society, you know, no one tells you to take a step back. No one tells you don't go after what you want when which 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 could sound bad. But what he was saying was no one ever tells you to take a step back and take a break, kind of smell the roses type thing. You know what I mean? Like everyone's saying, yeah. grind hard, go, 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 go all the time. And it's like, well, if you go, go, go all the time, then you get to the top, but you are burnt out. Like what is, is that really what you want? You know what I'm saying? So that really hit me. Like everyone's always saying, right. you know, you got to grind, you got to work every day, you know, which obviously working hard is super important. You always want to work hard for things that you are passionate about, but, yeah. but, that being said, you also need to, I, I think balance is super important, you know, like taking time off, taking time to be with family, with friends, you know, to do stuff for yourself rather than always just grinding. Obviously, if you work every day and just don't do anything else, you're going to get to your results theoretically quicker. But um, to me, right. I need balance. And like, I felt that I was kind of grinding YouTube like so hard and then like I wasn't really enjoying it. So I was like, all right, let me take a step back, see if I really enjoy it. And turns out I wasn't enjoying it as much as I thought I was at least at that time and at least for the content I was making so hey who knows maybe I'll you know I, I haven't really made any content over the past like couple months even but who knows maybe you know maybe someday or over summer or whatever I'll a game will come out or I'll try and make some other content and people will like it but for me I, I just do what I feel is keeps me happiest and I just feel yeah that, that's basically it just what makes me happiest I'm just gonna do for sure. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you do move forward with content creation and YouTube specifically, like, do you think that's, and I mean, it's hard to know, but like, is do you think that's always going to be kind of like gaming centered or do you think you might try different maybe interests? Or, yeah, that's or a good, that's a good question. Um, I've always been gaming. Uh, I've always been like a gaming YouTuber. Um, I don't know. I, I would mm-hmm. love to explore some other interests if I like er- other areas, like maybe like some real life videos like basketball or whatever but i'm not sure um that's tough it's tough it's tough to answer that just because i don't really know like where i'm at with these like i don't really i'm kind of like in like this like awkward like yeah i kind of want to upload but i don't really like the other day not the other day a couple of months ago i bought this like lighting so i was like uploading like there's like a week in like i think it was january or february where i was like into it again i was like man this is fun i was uploading i uploaded like three 2k videos in one week i was like man this is great like i'm excited that day like one of those days i yeah. ordered like a lighting kit off amazon is really like trying to improve my lighting on my videos right so i was like yo this is gonna be great by the time the lighting kit came i'd already said i don't want to upload anymore so i went and returned that right back to amazon <laughs> so it's like you know it's just there's peaks and valleys so i don't know it's t- it's tough to answer that question i i will say if i ever got if i ever decided to like really go at it again i definitely would expand my content one of the things i hate about youtube um just to kind of go off on a little side tangent here one of the things i really hate about youtube is yeah. the fact that with the way the YouTube algorithm works, um, you kind of really need to be niche specific for those of you who don't know what that means. It basically means like 
Mm-hmm. Um, it basically means picking something re- like a really specific topic to upload on and only doing that topic. So like, for example, like, right, there's like, like there's gaming and then like within the gaming, there's like 2K. So like 2K would be like the specific niche. Gaming would be like the more general niche, right? So for me, yeah. like, and the reason why that's important is YouTube says that, you know, when you, if you post like spontaneous content, like not like a bunch of different things, they don't know who to put your videos out to because they don't know what kind of audience you're trying to mm. applaud to. So that's kind of like, it makes sense, but it definitely kind of sucks because like, to me, I'm a really diverse person. I really like a lot of different things. Like, like I said, I like sports, you know, movies, you know, other music, so many different things. Right. So I want to be diverse, but I also want to yeah. grow. You know what I'm saying? So like, until you get like that really, yeah. you know, hardcore fan base. You really can't, um, expand your content which is what's which which is what's kind of been annoying to me which is kind of why i have kind of stopped uh, creating content at the moment but you know to answer your question i would definitely likely um expand into different areas of interest that makes a lot of sense you know i think that as someone that you know isn't a content creator or just like a casual person listening to this like you don't always realize yeah. like how niche you have to be, know. you know, to get traction and stuff and it how much it really does. just like puts you in a box. Like, I mean, you, you might love gaming, you might love 2k, but like no, after a while, like that's all impossible. you're doing. Like it's impossible, just, especially like, today. I need something how, else. You know, how bad the games are in my opinion. It's just like, yeah. it's, a, I, the, I see these people making 2k videos every day since September or Madden videos every day. And don't get me wrong. I play these mm-hmm. games. Like I do play them on my own time, but that's where like right so just to kind of say one more thing about this uh, um when in like yeah it was like i guess december and i was me and my friends like we all play madden ultimate team and like we're all like grinding it and we're all playing it like every day like playing all like the challenges all that stuff but like so my friend was like hey why don't you upload madden content like you play it every day like you because i wasn't uploading at that time really right so i'm like dude but that's the thing. Like I'm enjoying playing yeah. it just casually. If I go upload it on YouTube, I'm it's like I'm forced to play it now. Right now, I'm just playing whenever I want to play, and I'm enjoying it. If I want to play, I play. If I don't want to play, I don't want to play. But with creating content, there's like that expectation that once you start, you continue. So if I upload yeah. today, I got to upload like you know whenever else, I, you know tomorrow or the next day. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. No, it's just you. It's yeah. just so hard to be so boxed in, like you said. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I, I love this conversation, man, just because I feel like, you know, if you look up interviews or listen to podcasts or whatever with YouTubers or content creators, I feel like you just always get the, yeah. oh my God, I love what I do. Yeah. Like, I love 2K so much. It's my life. Like, it's nice to like pull back the curtain a bit and hear like, it's a grind. It's tough. And like, it, yeah, it's worth it. It's fun. And, you know, it's cool to kind of have a platform and interact with people. But at the same time, like, even just knowing like how niche it has to be and like how much the expectations are and it takes away some of the fun and just, you know, like you said, to, to be able to step back and, you know, enjoy Honestly, yeah. life actually there, and like the there, people yeah, in your life no, is so um, important. Yeah, no, you said, yeah, no, what you just said was completely true. It's just like when you, I think part of that is that I'm not a huge content creator. I only have, I have like 2000 subscribers or something like that, which is still great, but um, it's different when you, cause like I said, when you're – for anyone listening, this is kind of how – I'm just going to break it down very briefly. When you are a bigger content creator, let's say you have a million subscribers. Out of those million people, there's probably about a couple hundred thousand people, if you're lucky, that will watch every single video. No matter what you post, they love you. You're, whatever you put out, you're going to get views on. Whereas when you're young, when not younger, when you're um, yeah. smaller, a smaller channel, it's not like that because people don't know who you are yet, right? So – when you're putting out content, you need to put out content that people right. are looking for so that they come to your channel for the content, not for you. So if I put out 2K content and a thousand right. pe- I get a thousand views, then I put out another 2K video and a thousand more views. And then I'm like, oh man, I don't want to play 2K today. Let's go put out a Madden video. Those thousand people aren't going to watch my Madden video because they're there for 2K. They're not there for me. Does that make sense? So yeah. like, that's where it kind of, that's yeah. like you said, that's kind of where I feel like a lot of bigger creators don't, explain which makes sense because they don't they're not dealing with that but like for me that's kind of the struggle that i feel like a lot of content creators especially aspiring ones who are not as big and kind of just getting started that's where the struggle comes in i feel like for me definitely and i mean just to anyone listening that wants to get into content creation or youtube like (laughs) 
you need to listen to this. <laughs> like there's some really good information here and, you know, just the perspective, right. Of thinking of like being a smaller or aspiring up and coming channel or content creator, yeah. definitely a lot of good yeah, input of here. So I appreciate that. So, you know, the world's kind of getting back to normal a little bit, you know, slowly, steadily. And, you know, we'll, yeah, fingers crossed things will be, but, you know, I know that sometimes, you know, we're still kind of, you know, locked in or, you know, staying in, you're, you're big into games, you're big into music, big into movies. Do you have any like recommendations for things that people should check out? Yeah, man, listen, if if you're searching for it, well, all right. You know, I'm gonna say it like this. So if you're if if you're like a movie person, if you really like movies, like I said, and you want some of this like binge, go watch the Marvel movies. Like just just do it. Just just just. I don't I don't know Zach if you've seen yeah. them, but yeah, just, just do it, bro. Like, just do it. Like, these things Marvel will change fan. your life. I promise you, I, they will change your life. They are in. They are. So, yeah. It's the best. Listen, it's the best produced movies in the uh, all time. The, I'll say it. Okay, that's one. Um, music. Yeah. You know, I listen to a lot of different music. Um, I'm. I I'm really like I said I'm a pretty actually like diverse person like I'm not there's a lot of things I enjoy um so I I love Drake he's my favorite artist um love Drake um you know uh there's a lot of other like I, I like con- you know it's kind of like a vibe like right like over summer I listen to a lot of country music because like I feel like it's kind of like a like a vibe I don't know um yep. exactly you kind of yeah it's like summer uh, nice but weather, I yeah. love you know yeah. hip hop music uh pop music um and um and as far as um. What else? As far as like games, right now I'm playing a lot of. Let's think. What am I playing? Right now I'm playing a lot of. I play a lot of Minecraft with my friends a lot. We have like a big server that we play, so it's kind of fun. You know, one of the games that we all kind of grew up with. Um, so we're kind of exploring that again, which is a lot of fun. Like as always. Um, what else? Um, I'm not really. You know, it's tough. Like games right now are just like kind of at like a down. Like there's not many great games out right now. You know. Yeah, it's kind of a, I mean, you know, real world stuff's going on, but games yeah, have been I agree. A little I mean, you got games like you know Warzone yeah. and Fortnite stuff like that, which I'll play like occasionally, like every like maybe like a couple times a week. Yes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's we we definitely need a new game to come out sometime soon. For sure, and I mean, I I know how much you hyped up the Marvel movies, and I know the game got a little hate, but I'm currently yeah. playing through um, Marvel's Avengers. Nice pretty fun game i mean i know like yeah. people weren't in love with it but maybe that's something for you to yeah, check you out know, i i got dude. the game once and i ended up actually returning it and i didn't try the campaign mode i just played online okay. and online was like i really didn't enjoy it it kind of felt like really repetitive but i know campaign mode is typically more fun like i've yeah. i've played through i'm playing through the uh spider-man game like the original one on, on ps4 um and that that's super fun like it's so great yeah. so yeah no i i definitely think that the campaign mode if you're gonna if you're gonna buy these games just i definitely make sure that at least in my experience make sure you enjoy like the single player story mode um aspect of it because to me i feel like the online mode in the avengers game got a little repetitive i don't know if you ever, if i don't know if you tried it but yeah no i'm i'm kind of like a a solo like uh, you know yeah. i play multiplayer like warzone call of duty multiplayer and stuff but i don't know something about oh, just no, getting like a, a nice story driven game and like yeah. spider-man too like i loved spider-man on the ps4 yeah. and hoping to For get sure. to miles morales uh sometimes 100%. and experience that awesome man well you know brian it's been great having you um for anyone that's interested like is there any any place, yeah, like I mean, YouTube or anything that people yeah, can check um, out. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, opening to? the floor to me for this. Um, if you know, guys, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, for me, the, the best place you're really gonna find me, to be honest, where you'll hear from me consistently is my Twitter. Um, <laughs> Twitter is just I that boy Brian. Um, yeah, that's I posted about literally any and everything on there. It's like different tweets, so you can go shoot me a follow on there if you want. Um, and then if you want to check out my YouTube stuff, again, I'm not super consistent right now. Like I really haven't been uploading much, but. You know, we'll never know when that can come back. So, but you're only gonna know if it's gonna come back probably through my Twitter. So, Twitter's right. probably the best place to go. <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, and just the letter so, I so and then like that boy Brian, I, like the letter I. Yeah, Brian B R I A N. Okay, I that boy Brian. Go give him a follow. I mean, even if you aren't like, oh my god, I love sports or you know, gaming or whatever, like. Yeah. Brian puts out a lot of positivity, you know, connecting with people and just tweets itself and just really inspirational stuff and motivational. So definitely a great follow. And I'm sure, you know, yeah. tweet at him, let him know you heard him here. 
let him know you know you you like his vibe and stuff and i'm sure he'll he'll be happy to have a conversation with you yeah, about 100%. positivity I, or and, or and i wanted to say before we wrap it up i wanted to make sure i uh thank you for allowing me to yeah. come on here i appreciate the uh the the opportunity it was it was super fun it was a great experience i really i really enjoy this so uh thank you yeah of course you know thank you for stopping by and you know we'll we'll have to have you back sometime you know whether it's your you know going back into youtube yeah. and you know you want to make that official announcement here <laughs> or just you know after um we see some of this yeah. M- nba development we'll have to hop back on and chat some more but no i appreciate it man and you know whether it is getting back into youtube content mm-hmm. creation or whatever you find yourself in you know to those listening i have no doubt you know you're going to hear some good things from brian he's a great guy positive great energy and um you know definitely something we can all learn, learn about and learn from so brian thanks man for coming in appreciate yeah, man, you, you thank you and have a good rest of your day man